Welcome back, guys, to the morning show after show where we connect the dots the morning after. And we are very excited to be sitting down and discussing this week's episode, Testimony. And as always, this episode will be full of spoilers, but only from episode nine, not the season finale. Oh, can you guys believe that we're at episode nine already? No. no. Kind of nuts. <laughs> we only have one episode left. I know. My name is Carolyn, and I'm one of the many members of the Hollywood Critics Association. And as always, I'm joined by my two partners in crime in the morning show, Morgan Rojas and Kevin Taft. You two, give me one word to describe this episode. Kev, go first. Prediction. <laughs> yes, king of predictions, we know. How about you, Morgan? Um, I want to say shocking. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. I feel like it covers a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If I was an emoji, I'd be like the the mind-blown emoji. Like, oh, my gosh. The eyes first and then the mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. So much happens. So much happens. (laughs) Kev, what are we doing? Um, Well, it's that time where we are going to chat about the comments section on our YouTube page or Twitter. Um, So I'm going to read two comments that we've gotten this week. One is pretty simple. Okay. It says, this week's episode was so intense. It really was. Yes, and it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, our second comment is, I am wondering now that the season is almost over, who is your favorite character this season and why? Ooh, Morgan, go first. Morgan. We already know. I, I mean, I... <sighs> I'm gonna not Other than say Chip. Chip. No, 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 no. We, we, you can say Chip. I, I do like Chip. Predictable. Okay. But I think... <laughs> I like his face, and I also like the fact. <laughs> yes, I like. I like the fact that he's just grown so much, especially in the later episodes. He's he's getting tough, and he's like standing up for himself. And I like his story arc and his progression throughout season two. Like he's leaving Alex. Yeah. Wow, I didn't think that was gonna happen. Right. So yeah, Chip. Oh uh, well, Chip. I mean, we're not mad at you. We knew. We wow, knew. Chip. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a hard one because I, I was a Corey fan, you know. Um, but I will say, I actually really enjoyed Mitch this season. Really? Yeah. I'm uh, Steve Carell. Obviously, did a fantastic job. Season one, Mitch really came back down to earth and redeemed himself, you know, in ways that it, at towards the end of season one, you wouldn't think that he would be in this place. Right. And, yeah, he, he, was, he was part of the villain. He was one of the villains in season one. And to see the redemption and him get that sort of redemption story, in our eyes, the viewer, yeah. you know, obviously the people on the show don't know what we know. Um, I, I really enjoyed watching Steve Carell really play those soft moments because we haven't really seen that from him before. And I, I think that was a really good opportunity. No, I mean, not at least on, on television. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I liked, I liked Mitch, too, actually, a lot. Um, I would say, I mean... Is it who we think it is? I know. Am I going to be predictable? <laughs> is it... An Italian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Valeria Galino. Um, I think I liked her because, again, I, we've talked about this, but I loved her directness. Mm-hmm. I like how she's kind of no-nonsense. She tells it like it is, but there's a warmth to it, so you're not mm-hmm. offended when she says, shape up, or yeah. whatever her issue is. Um, there's just a warmth to her, and, and then like an empathic understanding of everybody she meets. Like, she gets people, and I just, I, like, I want to be her friend. Yeah. The character's friend. I don't know how Valeria Galino is, I don't know. 
<laughs> you know, as a, as you guys all know that I'm the I'm the cynical one, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I trust her. But then that whole, and we yeah. talked about this in previous episodes, how she told Mitch to go after Alex. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, you were you were a you were a gem. She wants the best for him for mm -hmm. everybody, and I think I'm hoping that something comes up with the documentary. Like I hope that doesn't just fall by the wayside. I can't imagine it would, but I'm really hoping that she's able to give him something. Because yeah. I feel like people deserve, they deserve that. You know, yeah. they deserve forgiveness at some point. That's been the whole theme of this season is right. just redemption and forgiveness. And so that would be a really nice way to like memorialize that. Yeah, for sure, him. for sure. Those were our two comments. I like Thank that. Thank you for the comments. Um, <laughs> we love what you're posting on our YouTube and Twitter pages. So please keep it up. I know we only have one more episode, but maybe your comment will be featured next week. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, turn on that notification bell so you don't miss out on any future Hollywood Critics Association content because Bing. we have plenty. Yes, we do. Yes, and now for some morning show after show fan mail. Yay! Yay, our favorite. Um, <laughs> so if you want to send over a question for one of us or submit a question for a possible upcoming guest, which will be our last uh, guest of this season, um, send us an email, shows at hollywoodcriticsassociation.com. And your question could be featured here or be answered by one of us or your favorite actors or filmmakers from the show. Um, so let's get into it. This question is from Giovanni Rossi. And he says, hi there. This entire season has been like an apology tour from Alex. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> After so many confrontations and unaccepted apologies, do you think she will end up truly learning her lesson? Mm. I mean, let's just... Let's just talk. I mean, we can now talk about this episode. Yes. And I feel like that's where it's going. Like, she really is learning. Like, I believe everything that she's, like, I think she's just looking at every person going, I need, I need to apologize or I need to discuss. And again, even if she doesn't understand what she did wrong, she's willing to put that conversation in. I mean, look when she went to Laura. She had no clue what she did. And yeah. she didn't like. Knew. She, she did, but I feel like, but there's a great quote. Can we just jump to that? Yeah, sure. But there was a great quote that she said, gossip seems so less vicious back then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's true. I think there's now in this day and age of, of social media, like everything is, it's, it's, you can't get deleted. It's there. Yeah, permanent. And everybody will see it. It's not just one person seeing it. You can get away with more back in the day. And it just seems like, I'm going to say this, but no one's going to really know, maybe two or three people. Mm -hmm. Now you say one thing and millions of people. True. Yeah. So I, I, I do, like, you, you're right. I think she kind of knew what she did. But it's the second time that somebody said, you don't really remember what you did. Audra. Because Audra said the same thing. And she's literally like, I don't. And you know what? It sucks. Because she should know. It's yeah, one she of those things. She needs to be aware. Exactly. Like if it doesn't affect her on in her daily life, she's not going to pay attention to it because she has other things to focus on, the book being one. <laughs> but because her relationship with Laura wasn't yeah, negatively impacting her, mm -hmm. she was just kind of ignorant about it, but obviously it affected Laura cuz she still, you know, was conscious of it and and was upset. So that's just one personality flaw that Alex has. I'm just going to go back to, you know, the the tiger doesn't change its stripes, you know. Like she, they do, though. People mm, do change. But this is this is the morning show. I mean, do you really <laughs> want her to change her stripes? I, I mean, know. If you think magic's <laughs> gonna happen anywhere, it's on television. True. So. <laughs> kind of like I wasn't. I like, and I've said this from episode one. I was not 
fooled with the Zen Alex. I was, you know, you just, she, she took eight months of the, you know, eight months to, you know, find her Zen, you know, get divorced, become a really good person. And what did she do? She goes back and does, the, you know, time and time again, just the same old routine. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it took Hannah dying for her to shape up. But what happened? She just put on those old now boots again. Now it takes again. Mitch dying. And now it's going to, well, who's going to say that, you know, it's going to take Mitch dying. Or her. <laughs> or maybe, maybe or Alex won't even be here the, the next threat week. <laughs> of her dying because, okay. I mean, we can talk about it. She's, yes. She's got COVID, so and it's at the very beginning when they didn't know how to treat it as well either. True. Yeah. So that's a little nerve wracking. But so okay, if anything, if you're going to come to Alex's defense, if I feel that <laughs> if there's any way that she could change the fact of her own mortality, she's facing that, looking that like in the face. Yeah. That maybe maybe that's the one thing that will really make her change. But that whole book thing, we just we saw her go crazy over over it, and in the end. It wasn't as bad. So yeah. I think that if, yeah, I, I think but that's But wait, was it as bad? Because it's pretty bad. It is pre well, it it's pretty bad. It is pretty bad, but, <laughs> the, you know, in the way that it was handled. Right. I mean, of course, the episode was like, she's like, oh, phew. Oh, crap. Right. Oh, phew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, but I do feel like she's going to get sympathy votes because she has COVID. Yeah. I think that's right. going to change because now it's gone bad again. Yeah. Well, and one thing, too, I noticed in the hospital and at this point in her life, she is alone. Like, she's isolated Chip. She's isolated her, you know, her daughter, who was probably upset about the Mitch thing. Because didn't she call her on the phone? Or yeah. In yeah. Italy, left mm -hmm. a message. Um, Mitch is gone. Like, all of these people have left her. She's alone in a bed confronting, yeah, her own mortality. And that's, if you can't recognize that life is short, like make amends in that moment, I don't think you ever will. Right. So hopefully she has that, you know, I've seen the light sort of moment. I mean, will we find we'll out? See. We'll see. <laughs> one more episode. They be it better be a two-hour banger. I know. That would be, I would love another two hours because that would give us another, an hour to, for us to discuss. That's true. A good episode. Yeah. But this is the point where we are going to talk about the highlights of this week's episode, and there were so many, but let's just jump into it. Uh, let's talk about Alex wanting to step down the day before the book drops, which is notably March 16th. And what day does the world shut down? Yeah. Wasn't it the 13th? Though? It was the ding, 13th. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so I just had a prediction. Oh, I feel like the book isn't going to do well, or they're going to delay it. Because suddenly it's like there's something more important and nobody's paying attention to some little book about a morning television show when, oh, my God, people are dying all yeah. over the and world. COVID, right. COVID and Mitch is already dead. Yep. Yeah, uh. the people might be a little disgusted by it. Like, we don't want to read the crap about this. Somebody's yeah. dead. Like, it's over. They're promoting, they're promoting and somebody's death. Alex is in the hospital. Ah. So she might get a win-win a out of this. Wow. I'm going to be canceled, Corey, for things that I did. Well, unless I hear that you hurl racial epithets or homophobic slurs, I'm not voiding your contract. No. So why don't you go get the back surgery out of the way? We'll let Laura fill in for you, and then you make this triumphant return to prime time. I slept with Mitch. Okay. 
Well, we have no idea how this book's gonna play out. He is a sexual predator. Your feminist hero slept with the enemy. Did it on purpose. Not coerced. While married. And she doesn't regret it one bit. That's who I am. I don't want the money. I'm done. I'm just done. Well, you give it to charity, but you can't force me to take it back. Feel that this is really sincere for Alex. Yeah, I, th- I think you know she's she, last episode. I think is where she cracked and she hit that. Like, I need to change and I want to change and I kind of want to distance myself from it. And by giving the money back, she is distancing. She's cutting off that. I thought it was yeah. really interesting that she confessed to Corey that she did sleep with Mitch and that she like she she is verbally owning what is coming out in that book mm-hmm. and is kind of prepping everybody that you may not want to be associated with me. Right. You know, Corey, you may, you know, you may want to think about this because I'm going to get canceled. You don't necessarily want me to, you know, be around, be around in the network if that happens. What do you think? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I was thinking that Alex was going to leave mm. um, because just how the last episode was kind of set up. It seemed like it was going to be a nice baton toss to Bradley. Um, It is interesting, though, how she, yeah, doesn't want to take any money. Like, she wants a clean cut. I just don't know what she's going to do after the book. I don't think she's going to lose everything. Something's going to happen, and I think they've plotted that out. I think, you know, us talking about the fact that the book's coming out, but yet COVID's happening, so nobody really cares about the book at this point. Mm. Right. That I agree with you. She's going to have a lot of views. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's also talk about Laura and Alex co-hosting together. I didn't think that we would necessarily see it, and I didn't necessarily think that it would happen the, the way that it did. They really got along. Right. Yeah. Were you expecting that? No, not at all. And the fact that they were singing that song together, <laughs> yeah. and they got, yeah, they got on so well, and they seemed to be enjoying it. It didn't seem fake. Like in the last episode, I think it was um, Bradley and Laura, how they were very stiff. stiff and cold. And this, you'd think because they have, you know, behind the scenes drama, it would be kind of similar. But no, they acted like it was totally fine. And I was I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, didn't Laura say something like, we're both adults? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just do the show. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, is like when, when uh, uh, Alex talks to Laura in her dressing room and they, you know, she finds out like, yeah, you were crap to me and you did all these things. There was that moment of like, we used to be friends and, you know, shoot. I wish we had still been friends. My bad. And they were all friends with Maggie. Yeah. Right? Which I didn't realize they were that tight, you know? Can we back. talk about Maggie? Oh. Can we? Yeah. Can we talk about Bradley? Just... Like, yes. Let's <laughs> Bradley. talk about that. Bradley. Like, she didn't let anything, even when you thought, like, oh, she got her, didn't get her. She still figured something else to say. And my favorite line. Give it to us, Kev. Is, I know I'm involving. I wonder if you are. <gasps> I was like, oh, girl, yes. Mic drop. You know, the funny part about <laughs> it is, I, we had every reason why not to like Maggie, but like, until we actually heard what was in the book, I was still kind of on the fence of whether or not I was rooting for Maggie or not. But then to see her sort of cow, she kind of cowered to, to Bradley. And I was like, oh, you, you aren't a good person. 
Right. Like, Terrible. You are, I, and the quotes from the book, like Hurricane Alex, and yeah, she's she said something about um, everybody is flawed, but Le- 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 Levy is damaged. I have that exact quote on like, my paper. What a horrible thing! Like you don't know these people. So mean. Yeah. And why? Like, right. We don't even know why. At why this was point. she so bad? And that's yeah. why Bradley was kept. Them, I liked how she kept them pushing her. Like, why? What, what's the point? Right. Like, I don't. I don't get it. You put them on the cover of the book. Like, don't tell us this isn't. Wasn't your intention? Oh yeah. yeah, that whole scene was was great. And to see, I love Marsha Gay Harden. I do too. She's so mm-hmm. good. She's, I mean, she's great in everything. But you know, you don't necessarily see her in a role like this. And she did. She she was fantastic. I mean, they're all fantastic. But she, to see her play Maggie was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we talk about our Yanko? <laughs> our Yanko. Our Yanko. Because oh, you know. Even though he's he's kind of run into the you know the the conservative area to see Claire, I was not happy to see Claire. You knew it was going to happen. At I some know. Point. I didn't think that. I honestly didn't think it was going to happen. And you know, just to see him light up and like just you you know he's still in love with her. And then I understand why Claire feels the way she did. I totally. I totally do, um, but to see her run away from him and him just looking at her so longingly, it broke my heart again. And I still don't like Claire, even though she totally, I, I, she totally has a leg to stand on. But I'm like, I don't like that girl. Right. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting though why they brought her into this episode, mm-hmm. and just the fact that I guess she's paying for Hannah's dad to sue the network. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, it's interesting because I wondered, like, why are they bringing her back? But to see... So, so far he's been... He's gotten in trouble. And it always seems like he's getting in trouble for things he's completely clueless about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, spirit animal. He tries to defend somebody but ends up beating somebody up. And then this, where he, like... Whether he, you know, accepts Mitch or what, It's a funeral. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, sometimes you just go. Right. And there was, a, you know, the, the wife had come. His wife had come and said, please come. But he, she didn't even give him a chance to explain. And that made me angry at her. Yeah. Yes. But I feel like this is going to, he's going to go off the deep end. Because he's going to be like, I can't say or do anything mm-hmm. in his little conservative way. And even these aren't even totally conservative things. He's just a little clueless on things. But also has reasons for doing what he needs to do, and they're not bad reasons. Right. And I think he's just going to get really aggressively no. anti this, anti that. Don't yeah, say bitter. It. So, Mr. King of the Predictions, <laughs> like, oh, let's talk about Laura and Bradley getting serious. I didn't see this coming. Maybe it's because I'm projecting. I would want, maybe if I were Laura's age at that point in my life, I would someone who want would want somebody who is my equal that mm-hmm. could you know mm-hmm. that I wouldn't have to be mentoring or teaching them how to evolve in that sort of space. I would want a fully formed, formed. <laughs> you know, relationship. Yeah. So I was surprised. Yeah. I thought I thought Laura was going to break up with her. I don't mm, know. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really talk too much about the you know Hal's breakdown in the last episode. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Because that, I think, is when Laura was like, now I see what she's been dealing with, and I see why she's a little been a little crazy yeah. and also hesitant to come out and all that stuff. So I feel like that's where the, the evolution connection. came. Mm. Yeah, but again, she, right. still, she still seems to mother her a little bit. 
Like, mm -hmm. look, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be going to Montana because of my heart. We'll talk about that. Um, but, but again, I just, I don't see it going anywhere. Mm. I just can't. Like, I think she needs Laura as a, as a friend. I agree with you. Yeah. I think she'd be a great friend for her, but I just don't think she's a, a lover. I think Bradley needs someone in her corner right now. And seeing how, and, and for Laura at least to, yeah, be aware, okay, it's not as easy just to confront your family, even though we are in like modern times and it is more accepted for some people and for some people's families, it's not. And that was just kind of, I don't know, an eye-opening experience for Laura. And I, I mean, I agree with both of you. I, I don't think that relationship is one that's gonna last. I think it's good for now and it's a temporary thing that they can, they both need each other kind of in this moment, but for long-term, mm. If you wanna talk about expendable people. Oh. Sorry, Juliana Margulies. But, <laughs> um, they keep on mentioning her heart condition, which is not good when you have COVID. That's true. And Alex went into her office. She hugged uh, Bradley. And she was in a car with Chip. So all of them. Oh, all of them. I could see something happening to Laura. Yeah. Yeah. Because she is enough, expendable enough that great yeah. for the season, but she wasn't in the main cast, and I could see them getting rid of her right. if they needed to. I like right. her, though. I'd like her to stay around. Maybe she's interesting. Interesting. But. Well, uh, let's also talk about uh, Alex giving that speech at Mitch's um, uh, ceremony. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think about that? I thought it was bold of her to admit to many people. Like, she just <laughs> admitted to Corey, and that felt kind of weird to hear coming from her mouth. But then to openly say these things was very bold, and I respected her for it. I did too. Because she finally, for once, was being honest. Yes. And yep. that was nice. I mean, as you know, as kind of unlikable as she's been this whole time, that unlikable. was <laughs> yeah, to put it mild. That was, um, I was rooting for her in that moment. And I liked how she, did you notice, I noticed it distinctly, not thinking what they might do at the end, but she she walked in, but it was away from everybody. Mm -hmm. So there was nobody around her, so she's not going to give it to anybody. Oh. The only person she got close to was Paula, but then, who probably has it anyway. Yeah, that's exactly, right. that because she was at the hospital with Mitch. Now she's, Alex has flown her into New York and she's yeah. in that room with all of those people. I mean, talk about expendable characters. And you know, here's the thing, if you really think about it though, Alex, just because she was diagnosed first, doesn't mean she's the one who gave it to anybody. It's true. Paula could have given it to her. Anybody could have given it to her. It doesn't necessarily mean she got it from Mitch or on she her could have gotten, You were over. saying this earlier or off camera that, you know, maybe she got it on the plane flight home. Yep. But right. But it couldn't. Maybe it's not her that's the carrier. Maybe it's because she would Bradley. have known that she had it if she didn't get a concussion. Like she was, she's been asymptomatic so far. Yep. Right. So other people could be too. We just and so were pa Paola and I wonder. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. When if they get any autopsy results from Mitch, if they'll say if he has COVID or not. Oh, oh. dark. But then <laughs> I was also thinking about the temper tantrum that both her and Ship had in the car. Right. And they're they were just yelling, and I'm like, oh. Like what if, if any... Chip gave it to her? <gasps> How, dare you're, you're, it How dare you? You don't know. <laughs> Nobody's wearing a mask. They can get it from anybody. That's true. Yeah. Your poor Chip. <laughs> well, is there one particular favorite moment that we haven't talked about, each of you, mm. or have we gotten them all? I liked Corey's pinball pep talk. 
I thought that was really funny. <laughs> Just his delivery of that was great. It was very visual. I could, I could, I could see, see the it. Pinball. The bumpers. I was doing the same thing. I yeah. was like, oh, when was the last time I played pinball? Yeah. Like, I, I think Apple should just cut that little monologue and, and have that be a standalone thing. Because I would listen to that as, like, a daily inspiration or something. <laughs> like, it was very good. But Alex, too, on the receiving end of that, just her acting in this episode and that scene in, in particular was very expressive. And I just thought that was funny and kind of shows how crazy Corey is being. Like, he's trying to make these things right. work and make sense. And she's just like... Okay, cool pep talk. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what I really liked is, is when Alex was giving her monologue, A, she said um, that Mish was remorseful. She made a mm-hmm. point to, like, be like, yeah. make, it a st- make it a statement. But she also said, you spend all your time striving for more. You don't spend your time living. And I feel like that's what she's been doing. She's been trying to get her career going. She's been doing this for 15 years that she's missed out on all this stuff. Like, we saw her regret that she wasn't friends with Laura anymore. She could have had a good friend. Now she's alone. She literally has nobody because she just couldn't see past her career goals and her aspirations and herself. She has her dog. She has her dog. That's yeah, it. where's the dog? Oh, she was she was doing this on the <laughs> yeah, bed with like, that. Oh, okay. Like, oh, I would love to be that dog right now. It's like, oh... So I love the dog. Do you think it's her dog? Yeah, she got she she said that she she got a dog. No, her real dog. Oh, I don't know. Jennifer Aniston's dog. Oh, that would be. Because oh. I thought that would be cute if they actually just had their own dogs on. Yeah, the Yeah, it would be. Oh, yeah. I would love if that was like Steve Carell's real dog. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I really did enjoy, and even even though it was hard to watch, the scene where Bradley takes Hal to rehab. I didn't oh, yeah. think that she would really take Laura's advice in, in cutting him off. But I also thought it was bad form that she told him that he, she couldn't, he couldn't come back before he went into the, into the rehab. Yeah. I was like, that wasn't smart. Like, get him into, I think the smart thing would have been to get him in, into rehab. And then when he tried to reach back out, then tell him no, because the whole point is. Then he's going to trigger him. He's going to go back to the drink, the bottle. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless he's really like tried and, tried in rehab, but don't tell him this beforehand. Yeah. I thought that was just irresponsible of her, but you know that was. And clearly, he didn't go. Yeah, clearly, because mm-hmm. the the money in the envelope came back. Unless that's a trick, and that and that really he just gave the money back to her, but he's still in rehab, and he's like... How would he have gotten the money all somebody, the way? Somebody, he could have gotten some. That's true. I'm, hope, mm. I'm hoping for the best. You know what, I know you all hate Hal. We hate Hal, yeah, but you know what? Yeah. I also, I really do want to see um, the actress that plays uh, that plays uh, Bradley's mom come back. She was great. Yeah, I was waiting for that, yeah. too. And she's not... like I was, I was like, oh, if Hal's here, then she's great. And yeah. I loved the flashbacks that they did in season one. I was kind of hoping that they would do a little bit of that in season two, but... Yeah. I mean, there's always episode 10. And next season. True. Because mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see the last of Al. Well, hmm. do we have any predictions? The beginning of this episode, Alex is holding the envelope that Mitch wrote, mm-hmm. the letter. And I, I'm sure maybe we all agree. I don't think she's going to use it. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Which, is, which would be the right move. I don't think she should use Mitch's words... Um, after his death, especially if they're not the truth. Right. You know, so. I wonder if she's read it. Right. It doesn't seem like she has. Because I wonder if it says something else. Oh, that would be interesting. Oh. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah. 
But you know what, though? When he left that envelope for her on the table, it was, and it, it, they did the voiceover of, of Mitch. I love, you know, that felt so heartfelt that I, I felt that he really did do it. Yeah, I do. I, that's true. Uh, I do have a prediction, and you guys are probably on board with me on this. I feel that Mitch's confession is going to happen in at least, if not in season, or not, and if not in episode 10, it'll eventually come up that Paula, Paola will, uh, will have this redemption sort of, mm. you know, episode with him. I, I don't know, obviously he's, he's died and this book has come out and maybe other people, you know, in the midst of COVID may, may want to talk bad about him, but she, she has this, this video of him confessing who he, who he is, how he felt, how he's evolved. And I, I definitely think that that's just a nugget that it would go to waste if they didn't use. Yeah. Well, and especially because yeah. Alex at, at the, you know, memorial was telling Paolo, like, use my contacts now because no one's going to take my calls in a right. few days. So it's going to happen soon. Yeah. So maybe she did hook some her up with someone that would benefit from this documentary mm-hmm. coming out yep. in that circle. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm sad that I'm sad that Mitch is gone. Right. I didn't think that I would I would be, but I am. I know. I've been saying, like, I haven't seen a body yet, so yeah. <laughs> who knows <laughs> if he's really dead. I mean, that would be very Because they did say, it's like, oh, it was him and some woman. And I'm like, there was no woman in the car. Right. So are we talking about the same person? That's right. true. That is true. I mean, I hope they don't do the switcheroo because that's a little obnoxious. Yeah. But... You never know. You Prediction, know. he's not dead. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I think he's dead. How about you, um, I mean, I've kind of said my predictions. I think Yanko is going to snap. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Laura's heart condition is going to come into play with COVID. And I do believe Alex is going to gain some sympathy because of her COVID. Nice. So I feel like it's, she's gonna, they're going to get on back, on, back on board with her. But also, if she was the carrier, who did she give it to? Mm. Out of all the people that she was closely Definitely Chip. She has to. I Definitely Chip. Baby Laura. And maybe Bradley, because she hugged Bradley. Yeah, maybe Bradley. She did stay away from Mitch's wife, didn't let her in, mm-hmm. so that's good. So mm-hmm. she's clear. Oh. And the kid is clear. True. Well, yeah. I mean, I was surprised that they car- they killed off a main character. So, I, I mean, it's possible. Yeah, anything goes, I anything guess. Anything goes. Like, I didn't think that they would... St- they would kill off. I don't think they're going to kill off two main characters in the same season. You never know. It is the morning show. Apple, <laughs> Apple TV. Well, you guys, that's our show for today. We only have one more. Only one more. Oh I my mean, gosh. how is it that we're already here at episode nine and there's only one more to the end of the season? How are they going to fit everything in? I know. It should be like a three hour. <laughs> I know. We're gonna be we're gonna be vastly disappointed because we're not gonna get all the information that we want. Oh, cliffhanger galore! But we will be here to discuss it. We will. Well, you guys, that's our show for today. Thank you for spending the morning with us on the morning show after show. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and hit that notifications bell. Ding here on YouTube. You can also find us at Twitter at HCA Critics and follow us on Instagram at Hollywood Critics Association. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm Carolyn. Kevin? <laughs> I'm Kevin. <laughs> I'm Morgan. I'm Morgan Rojas. <laughs> we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>